Welcome to Fit Gamer Girls. This is the podcast for gamers who happen to also be girls, uh, either at heart or biologically. Doesn't really matter to us. Uh, my name is Erin. I'm Sicky Sam. Yes. I'm Josie. Yes, Samantha's got sicky voice right now. Gross. Gross. Ugh. I'm gonna Thick. snort in the camera all or camera in the microphone That's, the whole time. Please don't. <laughs> um and also we gotta talk about new theme song. Um oh, yeah. that played at the beginning oh, yeah. of this episode. Um, thank you to the artist that did it. I have put her artist name in the description of this episode. Um, we're going to talk as well. It's amazing. We're so happy with it. And yeah, we're excited to be kind of growing and, and doing things like getting a theme song because it makes us even more official. Mm-hmm. So true. Official, ladies. Um, but today we are going to talk about, what are we talking about? Multiplayer games. Multiplayer games. Our favorite multiplayer group games. games. Yes, group games. Well, aren't really groups. Okay, multiplayer games. Y- yeah. Um. Yeah. So we're gonna talk about games that are good to play with a person other than yourself. Uh. And I think Sam's gonna kick us off. Go ahead. Yeah. So I love me a good collaborative game if whether that be a video game or a board game i think games are more fun because i have anxiety and i hate competition it makes me so stressed out i feel like you're a competitive person i feel like i am but it's not like i it doesn't mean that doesn't also give me anxiety interesting like (laughs) interesting combination i want to win but I'm also stressed out the whole time that people aren't having fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or that I'll lose and embarrass myself or something. Uh, right. So, obviously. Anyway, I love me a good collaborative game. And so the first game I'm going to talk about is Overcooked. They're similar. Mm. Overcooked is a game <laughs> that uh, Aaron and I spent a lot of time playing with my friends Michael Megan who I've mentioned before um we spend we spent a lot of time every Thursday for like a full semester so long (laughs) yeah we would go over there and we would play it and we actually beat the whole game of Overcooked 2 wow yeah with I think full stars yes every single one with full stars okay and I I like Overcooked. I thought Overcooked is a fun game. Except for that Sam and Michael and Megan are all very much like overachievers. Very perfectionist. And I am the opposite of that. And so freaking every time they were like, oh, we got two stars. We got to do it again. I was like, (laughs) I can't do this. The game itself is fun, though. I, I have to admit the game is fun. Yeah, it is so fun. Ba- it is stressful, though. It's, yeah, it's a, it's a fun, stressful game. So, basic premise of Overcooked um, is that you and your friends are in a kitchen, and you have to make different dishes for customers. Um, you have to make a certain amount of dishes in a certain amount of time, um, but the kitchen is like crazy. Like in a lot, it gets crazier and crazier as the levels go on. 
but and you basically you can't really do it on your own like someone has to be in charge of like cutting up vegetables someone has to be in charge of making rice someone has to be in charge of doing the dishes um Mm -hmm. different things like that so you basically each have like different roles that you have to do to try to uh make your kitchen function as quickly and efficiently as possible um And And there's different things that happen in the game where, like, like, let's say you, there's, like, a lot of level. Your, uh, your kitchen is half on fire or whatever. Or it's, like, it's, like, a rock that's floating in lava and it sinks under the lava every two minutes. And so every two minutes you have to, like, switch to a different rock. Yeah. Or, like, you're in a, uh hot air balloon and it's super windy and it's blowing you all over the place Mm -hmm. or like half of the kitchen is only accessible to certain people um or the kitchen changes or there's just a lot of or there's people your kitchen pushing you around Mm -hmm. or yeah there's somewhere you're like the kitchen is set up in the middle of traffic in a busy street like stuff like that so every single level has like a different thing that makes the kitchen kind of crazy worse (laughs) (laughs) um but it's kind of fun to be able to just like try to work around that and work with your friends um it's a lot of like strategizing with your friends like okay I'm gonna be in charge of doing the dishes this time I'm only gonna do that so that we don't run out of plates or Mm -hmm. um you have to do these two things because there's four of us but there's six tasks or whatever so you have to make sure you're staying on top of both and there's also some, like, pretty hilarious mechanics. Like, there's a dashing mechanic where your character can just, like, like dash Like, launch around. across the kitchen. Yeah. Or there's, like, one where you, you can throw stuff to each other or mm-hmm. at each other. And sometimes um, you have to, to, like, get things back and forth. You have to, like, chuck it and be ready to catch. Yeah. And so, and the, the animation, I think, is really cute. Um, it's a very cute art style. Kind of, mm-hmm. like, bobble looking at yeah yeah they're just cute little uh, they kind of look like muppets to me a little bit yeah (laughs) they're a little bit puppety um but super cute and you can choose like different uh like avatars to be like you could be a cat or like an alligator or like different people and there's you can be a raccoon in a wheelchair that's what i was gonna say is there are like wheelchair options um there's like different different representations going on there's a lot of diversity in the characters and then there's also a lot of like silly ones as well yeah um it's pretty fun and you also if you're if you're somebody who's like into like speed games like time games this is for you you get bonuses for you get your score based on how quickly you complete all of the you know orders or whatever or a certain number of orders or whatever it is um, so if you're like, if you really like fast paced stuff, then this is a really good option. And the funny, one other funny thing about the game is that um, you're the first like part of the, the story part of the game is that this king calls you in to help you fight off the unbred. <laughs> and he's the onion king or something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's the onion king. And so you have to fight off the unbred. Uh, Which are bread zombies. Bread zombies. Very terrifying. Super <laughs> terrifying. Um, so, yeah. And that's... I have one additional thing to add. If you have played Overcooked and you were like, this was super fun, but I already played it. And you're hearing this and you're like, yeah, dang, I've already played that one. 
The same studio now has a game called Moving Out. That one is also fun. Uh, Moving Out is it's a pretty similar premise where you are, it's you know you're on a team and you're working together to uh, load up people's possessions in their house into a moving truck, and you have to you know organize it so that things don't fall out of the truck, and you have to be able to fit everything, and you also like break a bunch of stuff in the house, and sometimes there's like. A chicken that's attacking you. Yeah, the you pets and... that like come chasing. Yeah, there's like, like a, a turtle. turtle. Yeah, and so if you have played Overcooked already and you were like, "That was awesome," um, moving out is probably what I would recommend next. Okay, uh, so my game is a game that you have probably heard a lot about if you are someone who is like you know hears about gaming updates or maybe has been looking for a multiplayer game for a while it's also something that one of our listeners submitted as their you know current playing game i think two weeks ago uh my first game i want to talk about is it takes two um like i know we've all heard so much about it takes two (laughs) everybody's like shut up about it takes two uh i don't i know sam hasn't played it josie have you played it Uh uh-uh so It Takes Two is incredible. And the reason it's been, uh, you know, on everybody's radar is it because it won Game of the Year last year at the IGN Game Awards, which is like a big deal. Wow. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's a big deal. It's uh, so It Takes Two. The premise is you play as a married couple, uh, Cody and May. And Cody and May are on the brink of divorce. They have fallen out of love. They're fighting too much. They are sick of each other and they are about to file for divorce. Um, They have a daughter named Rose is her name. I could not remember for a second. They have a young daughter named Rose who's like, I don't know, 10. And Rose finds out that they don't love each other anymore and gets really upset. She finds a magical book essentially that she uh, cries on or something. There's a a whole opening cutscene and Essentially, Rose finds some kind of magic that turns both of her parents into dolls, like little toys. Um, And as you do, keep them from falling out of love with each other. And so Cody and May are turned into these little dolls. Cody's like a little clay doll and May is a little wooden doll and they're really cute. The art is really cute. It's very good. It's super, super fun and and you know it's it's really good but um so then they're all pissed and they're like what the freak we hate each other and now we're also dolls like this is the worst thing ever um and they don't know how to get fixed you know get turned back into people and so uh they basically are on this journey to find out what how to how to get back to human size so that they can get divorced there's also this uh kind of helping hand character that his name is Dr. Hakeem and he is like a magical talking self-help book about love (laughs) he's so annoying (laughs) Uh, but you know he's kind of like he's you know pushing the story forward as well so but essentially they try a few different things but as they are traversing their house and their backyard um, a lot they're toys and appliances and things like squirrels in the backyard are also come to life and are either you know like they have like a vacuum cleaner that's pissed at them because it broke and they replaced it with a new vacuum cleaner and so it's pissed and it's trying to kill you and and so there's these like cool boss battles with 
you know, these very uh, unassuming objects, like everyday <laughs> objects. Um, and I, I don't want to give spoilers because it's, it progresses really well, but uh, the, the atmosphere design and the setting design is so good. The settings are super imaginative and it's sort of laid out like levels where they are, you know, going through their own house and their own backyard but it's so whimsical feeling still where like, I'll talk about some of the early ones where like the first one is they're in like the tool shed and they have, there's like a talking hammer and, you know, but it's all very fun and whimsical and every level it's not, you know, explicit levels, but they're levels, every level, each, uh, both Cody and may get a new power. So they get a new, like some of them you have, one of you has like a, you know, a grappling hook, and one of you has like a slingshot, you know, and that's a terrible example because I, I, you know, I can't get super into it without giving spoilers, but it keeps the gameplay super fresh because you're getting these new powers every single level. Um, they're super fun, like, you know, and, and every time you get one of these new powers, you're like, sweet, like, and you're so excited to learn how to use it. And, and it's, it's just a delight all the way through. And, like, this is not surprising. Obviously, the premise is that they're falling out of love. They're about to get divorced. They, you know, through this adventure that they go on, they, they learn to, you know, they have to work together. They learn to kind of remember what they did love about each other. And then just the last thing I'll say is that this game, uh, I'm not surprised it's won awards because it's an incredible game. It also tells the story really well. Um, and there are a lot of really interesting things like their gender roles are completely reversed. Uh, Cody is a stay-at-home dad um, while May is an engineer and works full-time. And that's like a, a, you know, a point of contention in their relationship is, is he feels like you don't make time for your family anymore. All you do is work. And she feels like you don't appreciate all the hard work that I do, um, which you know is, is a pretty obvious swap of traditional gender roles. And then uh, it even goes to their hobbies where like there's a there's a gardening level and and it's Cody's garden and he he's realizing he's neglected his own passions kind of thing. And then the tool shed level is May's because she's an engineer and she's super good with her hands and she loves to fix things. And, you know, she realizes she's neglected her hobbies in ways. But essentially, it's just cool. It's just subtle. And like it it wasn't necessary for the story. But it did help make the characters feel more uh, dimensional and more unique, yeah, I think. That sounds um, very cute. The only thing I, I will say a about question. this. Yeah, go ahead. So my husband is not a gamer at all. Mm-hmm. And I've feel- been I've been trying to convince him to play this game. It is yeah. not it's not difficult and it's it's story driven enough that like you know what's going on and then uh, it's pretty forgiving. It's not meant to be like, you know, super hardcore. You keep dying over and over where there are these, you know, boss battles and there are these puzzles and you do the levels where you figure out, you know, you have to shoot this target to make this giant object fall or whatever it is. Um, but like, I'm not that good at traditional video games like that. You know, like anything shooting, I'm like pretty bad at. And I had a really easy time with this game. It was super fun. Um, and I know that Sam would like it. He just, you guys just need to try it. Like you would both really like it. And it's, it's perfect for couples because it is 
you know, set up as a couple, you know, um, and I know that that's what has kind of been like the main demographic it's attracted, but again, it's just a two player game. And if you, if you like games and you, and you like a good story, like you don't need to be in a couple or you don't need to be like, you know, have felt true love to understand the story at all. You know, like it's, it's a great game, but I will say it has cutscenes that are of Cody and May in their real body and Rose in her, like, you know, Rose is the daughter. Um, and that animation is so horrifying to look at. <laughs> it's a really, really nice. uncanny valley weird. Oh, um, no. But it's not very often. And it's not, it's not bad enough to ruin the game at all. Um, but yeah, like if, if, if anyone plays this, like, tell me if Rose makes you violently uncomfortable because I was afraid of her. <laughs> um, she's pretty creepy looking, so I don't know. I'd be curious. But yeah, I would. I really think you both would like it. Yeah, um, it sounds really fun. It's so good. And again, it's winning. It won literally game of the year for a reason because it's a, an excellent game, you know, so. It sounds anyway. awesome. Yep, that's my first game. Very epic. Thank you for epic sharing. gamer moment. Um, is it my turn? It's your turn. Okay, so my first game is The Forest, which Aaron hates this game. <laughs> but I love this game, and I think it's so fun. I never really played it, to be fair. But that's... Well, it's because it's a... I've heard of it. It's a scary game, that's why. Oh. <laughs> Jesse, be like, what's the most horrible, gruesome horror game I can think of? That's, that's what I'm bringing into the podcast. Yeah, so nice. this is called The Forest, and it's a multiplayer game. I believe you can have up to 10 people in one game, or it's like either 8 or 10. It's, it's a lot of pretty, people. It's a lot, yeah. Um, Basically, you're this... So the premise of the game is you're a dad, and you're on a plane with your son, and suddenly the plane crashes, and everybody ah, is dead, and no. you wake up, and you watch your son get taken away by some, like, shadow looking no. person that you can't see that's scary so you basically wake up and everyone's dead on this plane except for you and your friends if you're playing with your friends and it's like <laughs> basically your whole squad it's you're all just, just like homies. you're all dads to this kid apparently like he has like 18 <laughs> gay dads or whatever <laughs> um you can't yeah, play, with girls. You play you can play it by yourself or you can play with multiple people it's just more fun with other people um, but you can't play like as a female character. No, you're just a dad because you're just it's like part a, of the lore. You just, just like have like to a, be the dad. It's just a generic mm. character. It's though, a like... set. It's a set character that you are. Yeah, because you're like a famous guy, like back on the mainland or something like that. Obviously, um, yeah. I don't know. There's some weird lore to it. But anyways, so you wake up, you watch your son get kidnapped, and then you wake up it, or you already woke up. And then you get off the plane and you're in a forest and that's why it's called and the forest. That's why it's called yeah. the forest. And yeah, basically you okay. just have to survive and you're like going and you're building stuff and you're trying to find your son or find clues on where your son is. Because you know he's on the island somewhere. Mm -hmm. um, but it's very fun with multiple people and your son is named Timmy by the way and i'm saying this because name. um you get like a crafting book like that shows you how to make stuff and me and my friend when we played this the first thing i did was i saw that there was a gazebo 
And I was like, that's so epic. So gazebo I went time. and I built a gazebo on the beach and I got an achievement that said, you should be looking for Timmy. <laughs> <laughs> because I was building that's a so gazebo funny. instead of trying said, to find my Bluff. missing son. They said, you're your father. Like, you do have a missing son. Yeah. So as the game progresses, it gets scarier. And basically mm-hmm. there's like these cannibals that live on the island. And they're just like people with weapons and they come and try to they're murder They're scary you. looking though. Yeah. They're kind of like zombie-ish. Mm-hmm, a little bit. Um, they come and try to kill you out of nowhere. Um, and it's scary and they come in like multiple groups of people. Like there's a few of them. And you just have to like beat these people to death. Like you can't just like sometimes they run away but you mostly just have to like kill these people. This is and why I like, didn't really like it. It's like it scary because they show up much. out of nowhere and like you just have to kill these poor people. Okay, well they're trying to kill you. I mean, yeah, but like it's self-defense. Die, right? I guess so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Let's so ask kinda... the ethical question: Do cannibals deserve to die? <laughs> I... <laughs> Do cannibals deserve to die brutally at your own hands? If they're trying to eat you, maybe it's self-defense. It is self-defense. It's not like we're actively hunting these people in the game. They come to us, so... Maybe that's what the game wants you to think. So true. The twist is that you were the cannibal all along. You can eat them, and I have. Do you get an achievement called You're Also a Cannibal? I think think you're stupid. I think I got an achievement because it was like, you ate 50 body parts. Oh my gosh! (laughs) It was like, you're a cannibal. You get hungry in the game. What can I say? Oh, okay, but there's probably, like, fish. Because you're on an island. There are not fish, I don't think. But there's, like, beer and stuff. It's hard to find. It's, like, hard to hunt in that game. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Essentially, though. like, every berry poisons you. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, it's like... like, yeah so so yeah sorry um we were playing this game i was playing it with my friend for the first time and we had this like base on the beach and we were just chilling and we were like this is so like fun and we're just like being these people, and we're gonna go find our son eventually <laughs> um and there's this cave system under the island and that's where you go find clues to where your son is is you find cave entrances and you go in these okay. horrible scary caves <laughs> okay and they're like um there are some weird things in this game because we i when i first played this game i had only seen markiplier play it for like 20 minutes Mm -hmm. and i had only known the cannibals were there and i was like oh this looks lit uh we should play it so we did and so let me tell you a spoiler warning for this game the absolute horror that we experienced when we climbed into a cave and we saw a mutant with six legs what and like four boobs (laughs) <laughs> what Why it was huge the design <laughs> it's just supposed to look like it's like a horrible mutant creature that like was like a bunch okay. of people fused together gross yeah and so the absolute like terror that Steven we experienced universe. when we climbed into a cave and saw that and it started sprinting at us with its oh legs up my gosh we screamed so yeah, hard I can and so it, these things are hard to kill and we killed it eventually with just like molotovs like we just lit them on fire and threw it at it oh my gosh um so saying this is a fun game. group game 
Yeah, it is really fun. <laughs> you two have very different definitions of fun. Yeah, it's it's pretty entertaining. Like, it's horrible <laughs> in a good way. Um, oh, my gosh. And then the next time we saw them, um, so there's three different types of mutants in the game. There's the one with the six legs. There's one with, like, eight arms. And then there's one that just looks like one of the toe monsters from um spy kids spy kids the thumbs yeah he's just like big man and he's really scary (laughs) so we didn't know that there were three and we were on our beach base because like we were just chilling there yeah just having a good time building stuff and we look up out of the woods and all three of them are running towards us (gasps) and we had a houseboat and the big man just stomped on it and it exploded Oh my god. And it was crazy. It was R. the scariest moment of our lives. Because I didn't know it was possible for all three of them to like spawn and hunt you down at once. But oh I guess god. it happens to us. They're tracking you. And then, yeah. Scary. So what happens throughout the game is you go through these cave systems. You beat all these mutants up. You start to discover all these like horrible creatures. Like there's a bunch of like babies with like one leg. And they oh. just like jump on you and try to eat you and stuff. Poor babies. Yeah, and it's like really horrible and sad because you have to kill the babies too. Oh my gosh, this game sounds bad. <laughs> You're not um, making this sound good to me personally. Um, but yeah, and you eventually, this is like more spoilers for the game. I don't know if anyone's going to play this because it's pretty scary, but if you like scary games, you should definitely play it with your friends. But um we accidentally beat the game like way before we were supposed to beat it because basically there's a very specific cave that you go in and you find like the end room and it's just like this super big like futuristic base and it's like so weird because it's such a switch from the rest it's of the futurist- game like it's like aliens sort of yeah oh. it's like there's no there's nobody in it it's just like very like high tech weird um yeah do you know like why it was there do you ever find out not really i don't know i don't remember it that well because this was a while ago but we accidentally found the base way before we were like supposed to beat the game which there's no like you're not like supposed to be at a certain time but it was just earlier in the gameplay right you got there fast yeah sure so we went through it, hmm. and we just had, like, nothing on us, and we were so confused. And then we find <laughs> our son, and we're just like, what the oh. frick? Oh, there and he he's is? like, well, he's, like, in a contraption, and it's, like, <laughs> it, like, fuels on, like, children. Oh, this sounds like, um... And... This, there's a movie where, but with Chris Evans, where that's the, the Yeah, twist. so that's it, like, I'll fuels... <laughs> It like fuels on children. Captain and so- America. Yes. <laughs> the That's the twist. <laughs> it was it was kind of like the Captain America thing where he's like stuck in a thing. Like a Are like you- a pod. Uh- okay but that's not what i was talking about. i know but like the sun is like stuck in like the captain america type pod thing i see okay um so you have to find another child and replace him oh no so you can take your son home bruh that's literally the freaking premise of this movie with chris evans i think bro okay so you go in i thought you watched it with me too so you go into a room and you find this little girl and her name is (laughs) megan no there's a little girl what 
Why does she have a name? I don't, don't know. We, like, name. we find like her files and stuff. Don't tell her me medical her name. Files. That's like when you name like your chicken, your pet chicken, and then you get too attached to yeah, kill no, it. Yeah, no, her name was Megan, <laughs> and we walk oh up gosh. to her, and we were like, hey, little hey, girl, Megan. are you okay? Because she's like drawing, coloring on the floor, and then she looks up at us, and she grows Ooh. like these 14 long spider Ew. arms. Oh my gosh. And, she's and you have to kill this like mutant child. And, you can't, and she's dead after, so you can't replace her with Timmy. No. So you're like, frick, what do Freaking I do with Megan? Timmy? So at the very end of the game, you find the control room and it shows you a plane. And it shows you how many kill- kids are on the plane. And you get to make a choice if you want to crash the plane and take one of those kids and get Timmy back. Oh so what gosh. happened to you at the beginning of the game? Somebody did it. Somebody did that to you. And chose or your son. you can choose to stay and live on the island for the rest of your life. Oh my gosh. So it was like a big twist. Like, oh my gosh, another oh. man who went through all of this had, yeah, to, dang. had to get their child back and Made take the mine. Same, same choice that you're making yeah. now. So of course, of course we crashed the plane. Obviously, because it's not, we want it's to not a that. real person, so who cares? And then it like show because like we're some celebrity man back on the mainland, so we go back mm-hmm. and we're like on a talk show, and it's like the legendary man who survived this island and got his son back, you know. Mm-hmm. And then we like have like a weird episode or something, and like Timmy is the most uncanny valley looking child. Like I kind of wish something- I kept him there. Something about kids with kids in video games are must be really hard to animate or draw. Yeah, or something. no, he was scary. Yeah, children, children bad. in video games are always really freaky looking. But yeah, it was like he looked at us and it looked like he was like scary man for a Ooh, second. You're like, like, oh no, creepy baby. You're scary baby to me. Yeah. So Whoa. that's like Morris. It's just like a fun game if you like building and like fighting and stuff. Well, yeah, it's a survival game. Like, yeah, it is a survival at its, game. At its core, and it's, it's a like hunting game. and stuff. And you just get to mess around with all the crafting stuff. And you can progress the story and go into the caves when you feel like it. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I just spoiled like the whole game, but it is fun. And that's I okay. like the premise. I thought it was really like entertaining. And it so kind here's... of it manages, sorry, it manages to keep you engaged in the story while you're not necessarily like always like progressing it super awesome action yeah. here's what i'm hearing if you played minecraft and you thought i wish that this was scary way scarier and stressful and bad and make me scared and sad you should try the forest i uh, yeah basically basically if you if you played Minecraft and you thought I haven't peed my pants enough times during this gameplay, <laughs> yeah, those those people jump scare you a lot, or you'll be yeah. like chilling with your friends and you you'll hear one of the mutant roars like twenty meters away. Yeah, no, that's why I couldn't. That's why I couldn't play this game. The the cannibals alone were too much for me. I was like, Ew. yeah, why are they coming here? I don't want that. <laughs> Yeah, it's like cool though. You there's a bunch of like hidden stuff, and you can like make a glider, and just like glide <laughs> off of like trees and you stuff. You just make a glide. That's you, what you should get in trouble for that instead of a gazebo. <laughs> like, bro, it's like you have to like go into the candy. ocean. You have to like go into the ocean and find a cave in the ocean to get that yeah. thing. That's scary. Yeah, no, and there's sharks too. <laughs> I do not like the ocean. It really stresses me out. Honestly, I'm sorry. 
it's too scary in general in like the open ocean or like swimming in the underwater in the ocean that's terrifying <laughs> no just me all right yeah <laughs> it's a pretty common fear. no yeah that's pretty horrible um cool well yeah, yeah the that was forest. The forest. That's why I, I talked too long was, uh, no i want it was interesting <laughs> no such thing as too long on fake gamer girls so true that's it complete 180 uh what (laughs) sam you guys that's so weird you guys usually have the exact same taste (laughs) so (laughs) most people Um, it's called by by ellen degeneres Um, ellen degeneres ellen degeneres but this is our official stance on fake gamer girls. Ellen, good. Ellen, good person. Oh, no. Never done anything no. wrong. Ellen, <laughs> bad. Ellen, stinky. Ellen, good, good, very Ellen good. Ellen, smell horrible. Basically, I think your phone, just in case you ever need it, because basically, what this you put your phone up to your forehead, and something shows up on the screen. And it says, like, it'll be like, Jennifer Lopez. Everyone else describes her. Be like, oh, oh, from the block. The girl from the block, you know. Jenny from the block. She's in Made in Manhattan. <laughs> you can't say Jenny from the block, I guess. Whatever. And, and then you go, get a point. You, you get a point and you just go. It's like a minute, and you just get as many points as you can. Or there's like different versions where it's like there's like pop culture, there's history, there's acted out where people act out like different actions or something like that. My favorite is accents. It'll say like, uh, it'll be like Caribbean or Jamaican, and you'll go, (laughs) Bali. This is a reference. If I didn't just do that noise for fun. Did neither of you know that reference? Oh, sorry, do it again. <laughs> I don't want to. Balen. She goes, Balen. Yeah, no, that video was my it's favorite Jessie video. Jessie from Little Mix. <laughs> and she's not in <laughs> Little Mix anymore, but that's a whole other thing. He's <laughs> still there. Sam? Hello? Sam? <laughs> Sam. We killed her. She did not think that was funny. Yeah, Sam's pissed that she didn't get the Vine reference, so she quit. Please oh. hold. What happened to her? Please hold. Hello. Oh. Welcome back. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. I think I let my... Like, uh... You went to sleep? Yeah. <laughs> well, we were laughing at you behind your back. Yeah. Anyway, we were we were talking about heads up. Continue. Okay, what was the last thing that oh. I said? Uh, we were just you were naming the categories, oh, and then we were okay. talking about the Jamaican accent thing. Oh, nice. Um, so basically, I don't have a lot to say about this game except for that it's a good game to have if you're waiting for like 
Disneyland line. Disneyland line. If you've ever been to yeah, Disneyland when we were in, or when we were in Disney, Disney World in your whole life. What was that? What? I just said, if you've ever been to Disneyland in your whole life, you've seen at least one person playing this game. Everyone plays this oh. game in line at Disneyland. It's like a so, tradition. I mean, if you're if you're waiting for something, or if you're just like, um, if you're bored with a group, I think it's a good one. On your phone, so that you can, mm-hmm. so that not everyone's like, oh, okay, let's see who can download it the fastest. You know, if you just already have it, I think it's a good mm-hmm. one. Storage board, obviously, but. I don't know. It's pretty simple game, pretty easy, uh, pretty fun. Not for like every day or all the time by any means, but um, when you want to play it, it's good to have. So that's uh, yeah, for sure. And it's 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 a pretty easy to jump into like party game. And like, there's not you know you don't have to do a bunch of setup and explaining. It's like there's a word you try to get me to guess it. You know, really simple very easy context and so yeah Yeah, for sure it's a pretty good one i must admit even though we hate ellen official fake gamer girl stance we hate ellen yeah 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 ellen unless unless ellen wants to sponsor an episode call me ellen let's talk (laughs) okay so my next game is a new game and it's a game i have been playing with my dear husband whom i love so much uh it's called core keeper um and so this game i will i i am going to set a slight premise is a game that i love to play with other people is it's called core keeper um so this is uh it's essentially i'm this is my you know setup for it is i stardew valley is a great game to play with a group Everybody in their grandma knows that I love Stardew Valley. I'm not going to go into it again. But Stardew Valley does offer multiplayer um, with, like, up to four farmers. You create a farm together. Um, You, yeah, you farm together. You raise your animals. You can all date different people. Or you can marry somebody else, like a real person on your farm if you want to. Um, And that sort of thing. And it's great. And Matt and I did play Stardew Valley together. And we had a really good time. Um. And then there are a lot of other games that kind of fit in that same category of you you create like a, a server or a world together and you you work on it as a team, essentially. So like Minecraft, you can do this. Terraria, you can do this. You know, The Forest is kind of a similar category where it's a survival game. Um, so that's my spiel. There's a lot of games that are like this category, but this one is new. It's technically an early access, but Core Keeper... Uh, is the idea is you are a an explorer and your exploring company stumbles upon this weird relic and you like go and approach it and you're checking it out and you get like teleported into a cave essentially and so Matt and I are playing together and Matt and I are living in this cave basically like this huge system of caves um And there are, like, slime enemies, you know, like, classics like that. There's goblins. There's these really disgusting worm things. Um, And then there's, like, three bosses that we're trying to track down. And, you know, while you're doing this, you're mining and you're building a base for yourself. And you can farm, like, these weird special cave fruits. Um, And you can cook. And then you craft better armor for yourself. 
Is the um, animation like Stardew Valley esque, like pixely? Or yeah. Is it... So it it is sort of that like sixteen bit top down style. Um, so yeah, it basically essentially how you look at Stardew Valley, where you're kind of floating above the world, looking down at it. It's that. Um, it's obviously not identical, but it's similar in similar mechanics to Stardew Valley as well. So if you're familiar with Stardew Valley, it it won't be hard to jump into this game. It wasn't hard for me at all. Um, game actually is really really similar to terraria um which matt loves it's one of matt's favorite games and we kind of tried to play together but i just could not get into terraria because it's this 2d kind of side scrolling style of gameplay and art um and so you're like it's sort of like old mario games you know how he just runs in a straight line across the world um that's what this that's what Terraria looks like. And that, I just couldn't get into. This game, I have been enjoying more than I liked Terraria because it's it's kind of that more approachable style of art and, and mm-hmm. uh, how you're looking at it. But it's been really fun. The enemies are interesting. Um, the mechanics are, are simple, but, you know, engaging. And we have been having a really good time with it. We've killed two of the three bosses that we're trying to find and then I think and these bosses like drop these you know they drop some kind of special like token totem thing and you take it to the special glowy thing that teleported you into the cave and it it unlocks like more secrets and stuff and you know we haven't even gotten very far and we are just hearing more and more about how people are so impressed at how huge the world is, um, yeah. especially for an early access game. So it's been really fun. There's so much not very far at all. And, and I, you know, we, I'm, and, and yeah, it's just, so it's kind of like, if you like that style of game where you're kind of, you know, creating your house and fighting going out and fighting monsters and then you come back to your base and then you build some you know you improve your armor and then you go out and you fight monsters and then you come back to your base um it is really fun and it's definitely like it's I'm trying to think of what else I could compare it to but it's been really fun and it's really cheap I think it's like $12 on steam um but I have to give a warning this is I'm going to divulge something about myself that my sisters already know. I have like pretty severe trypophobia or trypophobia, which oh, is no. it's like um, small holes, like clusters of small holes. Um, I I know a lot of people say they have it and I'm not trying to say that like people are lying about their phobias, but I want you guys to know I'm not exaggerating. I do genuinely get um, hives on my neck and chest. Uh, typically if I see these small holes because they just creep me out so bad and I I will get like so itchy that I can't stop scratching and anyway without mm-hmm. going into like basically I'm saying this so that none of you try and DM me pictures of small holes and be like does this creep you out because I'll literally block you and you will never be allowed to listen to our podcast again so please don't <laughs> like I'm not kidding I'll spiral into a panic attack um this game is really really good there are some textures that are so disgusting. They are horrible. Oh, no. to view. Like cave? They, yes. So there's a, a type of enemy that's these little like larva 
and it's and, and they're they're the boss of that area is called the hive mother and that whole area has these horrifying floors that are and walls that are like these little creepy tubely whole things uh like i actually don't i can't really describe it that well because if i think about it too hard i'm gonna flip out um and i have been doing okay with kind of just exposure therapy to it like forcing myself to look at it um but it hasn't it wasn't fun and it's been really hard and since the game is in early access it's you know the community's not very big um but Matt and I have been posting on like the subreddit like is anyone working on like a trypophobia texture pack like or a mod that can get rid of this and several people have responded and been like oh yeah I was hoping for the same thing like I can't go into the hive mother area um because it's so bad and so it's it's hard and that's you know and and we have talked about content warnings in the past and and we've talked about games that we had to stop playing because because of you know content warnings or triggers or whatever it may be um and this is like my first real experience with a game where like I physically haven't been able to like you know, there's something in it that is like actually harmful to me, you know, and it's, it's like a phobia. It's not like something I can control. So please don't, again, I'm, I'm being vulnerable on the podcast because I think it's important to talk about, not because I want people to be like, tell me more, or does this creep you out? Or here's how you can fix it or stop faking it. You know, don't come at me with any of that. Um, Anyway, all of this to say, if you are like me, if you, if you do get really freaked out by holes, I would, I would wait on this one. I would wait until potentially they come out with either a mod or a texture pack that can take care of it. I, it's so fun, but I have been having a hard time finding the desire to like crack it open, you know, because if it's, if I've had even a slightly bad day, like mental health wise, it's not happening. Like I can't. Yeah. So anyway, all of that to say, you know, don't play it if you're, if we're twinsies. Or wait so until, because a games like this is really common for people to make mods or texture packs. And some games even come with this kind of thing built in where you can, you know, change a setting and it fixes it. Um, that hasn't happened so far with this game, but we're hopeful. And, and I think it's a great game and I really do want to play it more. So Core Keeper, if you are into any of those type of games, or if you played Stardew Valley and you're looking for maybe a more action packed type of game. I think that core keeper is a super good option. So yeah. Sounds fun. That sounds impressive for being in early access. Yeah. I think you would really like it, Josie. Yeah. I probably would. (gasps) (gasps) Doorbell. Who is that? Um, Anyway, Josie, it's your turn. All right. So my next game is also horrible and bad and scary. And scary. Okay. Well, it's not really scary. It's not a horror game. It is like a <laughs> gore game, though. And I don't even like gore, so it's like weird that I like this game. Oh, but it's I think called we've talked about Clean- this before. Yeah, I did. I uh-huh. had it at the end. It's called Viscera Cleanup Detail. Basically, it's just a multiplayer game. I don't know why you would ever play this game by yourself, um, but you can, I guess. Is it satisfying? Um, it is very satisfying. Maybe if you just like cleaning, then you'd play this. Yeah, game but so ba- yeah, basically you're a janitor, and you and your friends are janitors, and you're in this weird like the mobile game, futuristic. 
No, it's like a Steam game. I think it's. Oh. I don't know if it's on anything but PC. Um, but you you guys will have to check that. But basically, you're a janitor and you're in this like futuristic like sort of sci-fi cartoony facility. And there's, like, some lore to it. I think it's mostly, like, silly lore where it's, like, oh, no, monster running around the facility killing everyone. <laughs> okay. Uh, scary lab gone, lab experiment gone wrong. Ah, uh, lab SCP moment. Yeah, it's very it's very much like that if it was a little more silly and cartoony. Except okay. for the, the... Basically, it's just you go... You spawn in these areas and it's, like, a crime scene everywhere. Like, there's, oh like, body parts and, like, <laughs> blood and, like, dead people and stuff. And it's, gross. like, pretty nasty. It's really gross. Yeah. Um, like, the gore isn't that cartoony either. So it's, like, just, like, gross. I mean, it's not realistic, but it's not, like, cartoon. Sure. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's still unpleasant. It's unpleasant. And I don't like gore. Like, I don't watch movies with gore in it if i think there's gonna be gore i'm like sorry i don't want to watch that that yeah, kind of thing that's kind of how i am too i don't i just it's not my thing but i don't really mind gore in video games like i would rather avoid it except for when i played this game it was like weirdly pleasant because you're cleaning it up it's going so you're away getting, it's you're <laughs> leaving you're the one making it leave so <laughs> So you're you like basically proud of um, yourself. Yeah, there's like three different tasks. I played it with like a group of three before, and it takes a while to clean up these areas because they're pretty big. And it's just a very nice game to be able to do something and like talk to your friends sure. and like catch up with them. Hang on, did you say tasks? Yeah, that's like Among Us. Oh my god, that's, that's literally so just like Among Us. Best so funny. Among us. So Seriously. true. We should do an Among Us episode. <laughs> Among Us lore. <laughs> but yeah, so it's just like a very nice game if you just want to like talk to your friends and just yeah, like have fun. a good conversation with them like over Discord. And while you're doing like a little task. Too, yeah, and like... you're cleaning and you're just like, it's very mindless. There's sure. like the person who cleans up all the bodies and like incinerates them or whatever. Then there's the person who does all the mopping. And then I like to use like the gun. <laughs> And there are like, there are bullet holes in the wall, and it's like a laser gun that like reverses the bullet holes. Oh, it's very like satisfying. You just shoot the bullet holes, and it <laughs> goes away. Did you ever see um, Tenant? No, <laughs> they do like reverse. Bullets. It's like that. Yeah, it's, it's a awesome. it's a laser though. It's like awesome reverse laser bolt so yeah i do i like mopping and doing the laser gun the best okay body part part is the worst because you have to look at all of it when you like mop Mm. when you throw it away yeah i could but it's just like nice because you just can get on a call and be like okay let's clean and then it's like really satisfying when you finish and it's like you clean 99 percent or 100 percent of this area I, like, I, yeah, am a, I, did. I am a cleaner. I like to clean things. I really yeah. like to listen to like audiobooks and podcasts. Yeah, and, like, that would honestly be a pretty good game to do while you're Yeah, I wonder if I would love that. That's funny. Yeah, it's like it takes a while too. And it would take especially a long time if you're alone. Yeah, for sure. So it's just like a good game to play with other people if you just want to like, you know, hang out with your friends, but like chill not with go the out. homies, yeah. That's so that's, that's why that's why I like that game because you just okay, kinda, like fine. people. I was judging you at first for being like fun game, body part cleaner. No, it is fun. It actually does sound kind of nice. It's fun because I love me, my friends. It reminds me of one of those Mario Parts Mario Party Six games where you vacuum up all. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. So you vacuum like the whole house. Yeah, uh-huh. that one I always like. So that good. Or oh, that was yeah. cleaning. 
mini games in Mario Party, just in general. And they were always my favorite ones. Um, yeah, I think good. that I will say I think that if you're someone who's like squeamish or you're like, uh, you know, the cleaning part sounds fun, but not the grossness. There are games that are like, you know, you can get like Power Washer Simulator, or yeah. like, you know, like there's if you if you look into simulator games i think that there are a lot of options that you know i think would kind of fall into this category as well of like just chilling doing a little task yeah, yeah. task like among us among us among us task clean your real house yeah okay i already okay i actually had a serious problem with this because i matt had this school project thing that he has to do like every semester where he goes to school and is gone for like from like 8 a.m. to like 11 p.m. at the earliest, you know, kind of thing. And so while he was gone, I listened to like four whole books and I kept finding, I couldn't find any more places to clean. I was so bored. I had no one, like nothing to do. I'd played all the video games I wanted to play. And then I like reorganized our extra closet and then I did all the dishes and then I scrubbed the kitchen and then I took care of the kitty litter and, you know, like, yeah I ran out of things to clean because I was and I did the laundry and you know I was like you could always come clean my apartment I'm not doing that (laughs) (laughs) but like for real it was like yeah so I understand the feeling of not being able to clean your own house but still really needing to clean something because you're so bored yeah anyway that might be just a neurotic Aaron situation (laughs) Yeah. anyway so that was our last one right we're done yeah. for today okay so i uh, yeah this is the part of the podcast where normally we would be like here's what our listeners have told us they're playing except for that nobody has said anything since last time we did an episode we did miss a week and we didn't remind people so you know partially that's on us but also uh we don't have any new submissions so guys tell us what you're playing please 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 pretty please um and we will read your answer on the podcast if you're not sure what that would sound like you should listen to a previous episode because we have done it on several previous episodes yep and so there are two ways that you can tell us what you're playing the first way is that if you go to our instagram at fake gamer girls pod um and you click the link in our bio there's a link tree and the very first one says, tell us what you're playing. And you click it and you fill it out. There's a surprise second way. And that is that we now have a website, an official website. Ooh. So fakegamergirls.com is officially ours. I paid 15 whole dollars for the domain name. That's so hard. Uh-huh. So we own fakegamergirls.com. And so, yeah, if you want to check it out, it's not a very good website yet, but it is an existing website. <laughs> and sometimes that's all that matters. So, yes. yeah, the, the other way you can tell us what you're playing is if you go to fakegamergirls.com, there's a tab that says, what are you playing? And you go to that tab and you click it. It will, there's a form and you can fill it out. And so basically we're making it so, so easy for you people to tell us what you're freaking playing. So you better do it or I'm going to actually get really sad. And next podcast episode is just going to be the three of us just crying for an hour. Mm -hmm, Loudly. It's going to be like, for like an hour. That'd be awesome. And nobody wants that. So instead, why don't you guys tell us what you're playing right now? Me? Me, me, me. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, you, who else could I possibly be talking to? Well, you were I talking don't to know. The it was like, I guess yeah, you were like addressing all the right. listeners. All right, all right. It all was. Right. Like I'm playing. Okay, I'm fair. playing lots of Minecraft again. I just got back into it, and I'm also still playing Colorful Stage. I will never not play Hatsune that game. Miku game. Yes. It's like a. It's a big hyper fixation for me right now. So, mm-hmm. well, uh, on top love of- that. On top of all my merge games that I'm always playing, I've also I got a gaming laptop and I've been playing Dragon Age Inquisition. Um, I'm really bad at it so far. (laughs) You could probably change it to be like easy mode. No, it's the easiest mode. Uh, I see. Well, (laughs) but you're also new to like gaming with a mouse and keyboard too, like with a game like that. So I think that there's going to be a learning curve either way. Yeah. yeah. Um it's been fun so far, but I'm just not good. Yeah, I I tried that game out, but I didn't actually ever get very far into it. Um I've been playing Ooblets a whole bunch. Uh I streamed it a little bit, but I have been playing Ooblets, which I've talked about passing in passing a few times on the show. It's like Dance Battle Pokemon, yeah. Stardew Valley had a baby. Um I do have a, a recommendation that is not a video game. Uh, Matt and I went and saw the new movie, Everything Everywhere, all at once. Have you guys heard of that? Yeah. It's with Michelle Yeoh. Um, it's like the guys who directed the movie Swiss Army Man, <laughs> if you've ever seen that one. It's so good. Um, Everything Everywhere, all at once was one of the best movies I've seen in years. It was incredible. Like a five-star experience. So good. Uh, if anybody is like, oh, I, I was thinking about seeing it, but I wasn't positive, go see it. It was so good. I cried like four separate times. <laughs> um, I loved every single second of it. So that's me saying, go see it. And I don't really like movies that much. I'm not a movie person. So this is a big deal. Good. So go see it. it. Yeah, it was incredible. I loved it. So anyway, nice. that's all for the podcast today. Stay cool, gamer. Stay cool, cool, gamer. Stay tuned for more Buigi merch soon. And yes, and and go go to our link tree and tell us what you're playing now. Now. Okay, bye. 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 Bye.